Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mula sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Another blast rocks Mindanao after the bombing of a Catholic cathedral in Hulo last Sunday. A mosque has been hit in Zamboanga City. Two people are dead, four injured in this latest attack. Transparency International's latest report on corruption is out and Filipinos have reason to be dismayed. Again, we'll discuss. Catholic bishops in the Philippines have issued a public apology saying they have been too silent in the face of toxic times in the Philippines. And if you have an Apple device, take note. Apple is confirming a bug in FaceTime that can let people eavesdrop on your conversations. Yan po ang mga headlines. Ako si Robbie Alampay. Puma Podcast. An explosion rocked a mosque at around 1 a.m. Thursday in Zamboanga City. Two people were killed. At least four were injured. Police are investigating. A grenade pin was reportedly found at the site. Two days ago, a bomb went off in a cathedral in Hulo. 20 people died in that attack. Authorities have not necessarily linked the two explosions to each other. But tensions have been rising in Mindanao since the start of a plebiscite on the expansion of the autonomous Bangsamoro region. I will get rid of drugs, suppress crime, stop corruption in government in a matter of three to six months. The Philippines has once again scored rather low in the recently released Corruption Perceptions Index 2018, or CPI, published by Transparency International. From a scale of 0 to 100, where 0 is highly corrupt and 100 is very clean, we got a score of 36. Technically, that's up 2 points from 2017's score of 34, but it hardly sparks joy. In an election year, Transparency International notes the irony of politicians using anti-corruption promises as a platform only to perpetuate an anti-transparency, even anti-democratic reality. In the last few years, several countries have also seen a rise of political candidates running on a populist platform who seek to undermine democratic institutions and push anti-democratic agendas. These politicians often use corruption scandals and public disillusionment to win power. One of the populist leaders Transparency International alludes to is President Rodrigo Duterte. Transparency International says the president cracked down on allegedly corrupt officials, only to rehire some of them. His appointments to the Bureau of Customs, for example, have been implicated in drug smuggling scandals but have only been reshuffled to other agencies. Transparency International adds that in the Philippines, anti-corruption institutions are weak and checks on government have actually been under attack. 
Duterte, for example, most recently has been hostile against the Commission on Audit, casting it as a nuisance and an obstacle to projects, even as its main mandate is to watch for government corruption and inefficiencies. Speaking of attacks from President Duterte, the Catholic Bishops' Conference of the Philippines recently apologized for what they called a collective silence in the face of attacks against the church and other issues. In a pastoral letter released on Monday, the bishops spoke out on several topics, such as bombings in Hulo and a controversial move by Congress to lower the age of criminal responsibility from 15 to 12. But ultimately, the bishops spoke out on not speaking out enough. While they did not mention President Duterte by name, the letter acknowledged that they have been silent while being, and I quote, on the receiving end of cruel words that pierce into the soul of the Catholic Church like sharp daggers, unquote. The president has had many tirades against the church, explained away by his spokesmen as hyperbole and even as jokes. The most recent ones had Duterte quipping, bishops are useless, go ahead and kill those fools. Earlier, Duterte's remarks on God had even his supporters in predominantly Catholic Philippines wringing their hands. Who is this stupid God? Stupid do talaga itong putang akong ganun. You created some, something perfect and then you think of a, an event that would tempt and destroy the quality of your work. Duterte has often claimed that he was abused by a priest when he was in high school. The CBCP letter did not address this specifically, although it did admit failures and shortcomings in keeping abuses from happening. Apart from turning the other cheek when attacked verbally by the president, the church has also been criticized for allegedly not being assertive and vehement enough in condemning rising killings in the course of Duterte's notoriously bloody, if also popular, war on drugs. A bug in FaceTime, Apple's video calling app, allows users to call and then listen in on the person on the other end before anyone actually answers the call. So, halimbawa, may tatawag sa FaceTime group chat function. And even before you could answer, the caller can already hear you. Apple has confirmed the flaw and said the issue should be fixed later this week. In the meantime, the best way to protect your privacy if you are using an Apple device, disable FaceTime until the update fix arrives. If you're using an iPhone or iPad, what that means, go to settings, FaceTime, tapos i-off mo yung green button at the top of the screen. If you're using a Mac, open the FaceTime app, click on FaceTime on the upper left corner of the screen, and select Turn FaceTime Off. Before we let you go, here are some things you need to know. Looks like we're in for another full month of cool, cold weather. 
Pag-asa says the cold spell could last at least past Valentine's Day and maybe even well through the whole of Feb thanks to cold air blowing from China and Siberia. If you've flown PAL lately, you may have noticed the improvements. PAL does not hide its intentions to upgrade and it now proudly bills itself as a certified four-star airline. But why stop there, especially now that PAL has a five-star investor? ANA Holdings, the parent company of the five-star Japanese airline All Nippon Airways, has bought nearly 10% of PAL for $95 million. And it's not only an upgrade in ratings that PAL would get from this deal, but also access to other international routes. Medical marijuana is one step closer to being legalized in the Philippines. The House has passed the bill on third and final reading. It is now the Senate's turn to deliberate the matter. Senate President Tito Soto doesn't see the point. He says current laws already allow it. But President Duterte himself is backing a law explicitly legalizing medicinal marijuana. Close to 9,000 Globe customers have been compromised in a data breach. These are the subscribers to the network's On The List program, where customers can buy concert tickets and tickets to other music events. Globe says the matter has been fixed and in any case affected a very small fraction of its subscribers. But the National Privacy Commission is still investigating. And we end with some... James Ingram. He passed away today, only 66. We will all remember and be thankful. And that's today's edition of Puma Podcast. For the latest episodes, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Maraming salamat po. 